Hi guys, it's your girl Sahara Bay, and today we have a very special guest, Staten Island, New York State Representative, Assemblyman Charles Fall. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's get right into it. So I love music. I'm always writing music, listening to music on the train with my AirPods on. Well, like one AirPod, you know, I have to stay vigilant. But what music gets you going in the morning? What's in your playlist right now? Tell us. <laughs> so um, I love different types of music. Um, I love hip hop, R&B, a um, little bit of rap. I do listen to some um, cultural music mm-hmm. um, from West Africa. Um, so it just depends on uh, you know the, the the way the morning starts off, really, and um, what the, the mood is. Right? Sometimes it could be um, um, ready, ready to rock and roll, or it could be um, a mood that's um, you know just a chill and relaxing, or uh, or maybe there's no music at all. Right? So it just depends on on the morning. Yeah, I get that. So in honor of Women's History Month, and since you're a girl dad, what women have inspired you? Um, my mother, um, because, um, you know, when she first came into the country, you know, she was, uh, of course, an immigrant from West Africa, didn't mm-hmm. really know how to speak English um, much, and, uh, you know, she fought her uh, way to the top. You know, she started working at Burger King and then worked as a teller in a credit union, and now she is the CEO of that same credit union. Wow. And, um, you know, and as a kid growing up, it just showed me that there's no excuses on why you can't get anything done. And, um, and you know, with hard work, you may not always succeed, but you, know, you, you have to be persistent and consistent to achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Right? So my mother has always been my role model and you know i was also fortunate to know my grandmothers right um and you know their values and their principles and uh and that, that, that that's always, that was always a blessing and an honor so um it's always been the women in my family that have always been very inspirational to me that's beautiful your mom sounds so cool i'm like i don't even know her but i feel like so proud that she was able to you know really climb and build in this country and like so many you know strive to do yep, yep, no, that's correct and and you know especially again as a as an immigrant woman with an accent you know there, there are barriers that you know one can come across um because of those dynamics and the fact that she was able to you know overcome it and you know make it to the top and yeah, even though it's 2022, there there are still some barriers here and there. Right. Um, but you know, she she still you know puts up a good fight, and 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 she's a very very strong woman. What do you say would be your proudest accomplishment as assemblyman? I think my proudest uh, accomplishment is a, n- a number of things. I can't just say it's one thing. It's definitely a number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, since I've been assemblyman, it's been really an honor. Um, of my life to, to serve in this position, right? Um, you know, we, we experienced a COVID pandemic that nobody really saw coming. And um, I think my leadership during the pandemic was um, was probably one of the most important, um, you know, 
time and display of uh, leadership and when leadership was really needed. You know, when people had a hard time getting the unemployment claims processed, mm-hmm. you know, my office was there to connect those people to the Department of Labor when they didn't have access to the Department of Labor because of the system crashing constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, when people needed access to getting their vaccines, when it was very difficult to even get on a calendar, um, you know, we were able to help out on that front. And I was even able to pass a bill that became law that would require public and private employers to provide mandatory four hours of paid leave per vaccine shot, right? So people don't have to choose between going to work and getting their vaccinations, you know? Um, but most importantly, I think, um, you know, the, there was a lot of um, misinformation that was out there. And okay. I think part of that came from um, the previous presidential administration where they kind of politicized uh, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had people, a certain amount of people that felt like um, the pandemic was something that shouldn't be taken seriously. Right. And that was a big mistake because as a result, many people lost their life as a result, as a result of that. And so, you know, my messaging to the public on educating folks on what the pandemic, what, what can COVID do, where did it come from, and what are some proper precautions they should take so they could stay safe um, was very important. And um, as far as like the big picture items, uh, you know, I really um, focus on, even though we're still in a pandemic, we're getting over it. Very important that the state and city projects that have been talking about, that have been um, in discussion for many, many years, um, that the leaders in the executive branch at the state and city level do not lose sight on what's important to Staten Islanders, right? So as I was you know, helping out my community during the pandemic, I was also following up with those agencies on a frequent basis to make sure that they don't lose sight and projects on Staten Island going through the cracks. Thank you so much for all that you've done. That it's really, you know, amazing that people are fighting for Staten Islanders, even when you know some Staten Islanders may not even realize. And I feel like that's what's so important about, you know, your work and public advocacy. Um, I'd also like to congratulate you on your announcement for re-election. <laughs> what would you Thank say? You are, you know, the greatest challenges our district face and how do you plan on tackling these issues? Our schools need support. We don't have enough guidance counselors in our schools. Our kids were significantly impacted as a result of the pandemic. Learning virtually, many of them are behind. Um, So we need to have the proper um, tools to ensure that our kids are um, up to speed and are not left behind. Um, and that includes making sure we have guidance counselors in our schools so um, they could support our kids, especially when um, they have some challenges at their residence. Uh-huh. Um, another big thing, I think, for me is to um, ensure that uh, you know, our transportation um, system is improved, you know, that we see that uh, the bus rapid transit um, becomes a reality. Yes, the state keeps talking about we need to study, we need to study, we need to study. The study is underway, 
Now we need a commitment and funding so this project can happen. And when something like this happens, it has a domino effect. You know, you're talking about a billion dollar project that government is investing in a community, right? So now that you have um, um, this transportation system that we'll be invested in, um, you're going to start seeing, you know, more investment in certain areas in the community. You're going to start seeing less buses on Richmond Terrace and more on a dedicated pathway. Mm-hmm. Okay, think about what that does to the environment. Think about the schools that are um, near Richmond Terrace and how they benefit from this, right? Right. Um, new development, new jobs, good paying jobs, right? All good stuff. So that those are some of the stuff that um, I'm going to be focused on. Uh, get in, uh, you know, focus on for the next election and especially when it comes to supporting our school businesses. Right. Speaking of, you know, public schools and schools, I attend the Urban Assembly New York Harbor School on Governor's Island. Our school focuses on maritime education and my focus is marine biology. I'm in the marine biology research program. What are you currently doing to support environmental justice and District 61? So it's, it's, there, there are a number of things, right? We mm-hmm. first of all have to remember that um, climate change is real. Um, you know, we, we saw it happen during Hurricane Sandy. Um, and so resiliency is very, very important. And you know that Lower Manhattan and Governor's Island will be part of my assembly district. And um, all the projects related to resiliency is very important to me. Um, the fact that the federal government has taken so long to move on many of these projects is very disappointing. And it really goes to show how much work is needed to overhaul how really government operates, especially when it comes to um, uh, something as important as ensuring that our um, our communities are protected from future flooding. You know, um, right. you look at what happened on... Uh, on the west side, I'm sorry, on the, on the east side of Staten Island during Sandy, we still don't have a seawall. You saw what happened in lower Manhattan, we still don't have a seawall over there as well. Yes, the projects are in the works, but this was 10 years ago, and it's like really disappointing and frustrating that, um, you know, this stuff is not moving quick enough. These projects should have already be, have already been completed by now. Right. Um, but, you know, we, should, we really have a lot of work to do. And also when you think about um, our infrastructure, when it comes to flooding, um, you know, our, the way our infrastructure is built right now is built, um, is outdated, right? So all of that needs to be upgraded. I know it's not um, um, a pretty project that um, a lot of politicians could talk about, but these are projects that are important that can help keep our community safe. Right. I really appreciate your emphasis on, you know, how long it's been, because this is a time-sensitive issue. Our climate you know, it, it, time only goes on and it only gets worse if we're not actively doing things to, to change that. So again, I really, you know, am appreciative on your stance. Um, recently, you issued a statement rescinding your endorsement from former Congressman Max Rose, who's currently running for that office. And you said, quote, as the first African-American male to hold office in Staten Island, I will not bow nor kiss the ring or succumb to threats to satisfy the desire of those looking to strengthen their agenda that will only keep our communities voiceless, end quote. May I ask if this has anything to do with race? The whole issue with um, 
So the, the gentleman that you refer to, um, you know, it's uh, there were messages that were sent that were unacceptable. He acknowledged it. Um, and obviously, uh, your staff is a reflection of you. If my staff uh, says something to someone that's offensive, I take full responsibility for that, right? That's a reflection of me, mm -hmm. right? And so when you have a member on the staff um, that is speaking on behalf of that person, it's 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 not it's not okay to you know go down that road. Um, since you know that issue um, happened, or, or, or I guess those events happened, no, me me and um, the congressional candidate did have uh, a conversation and. I mean, things are being worked out where, mm -hmm. you know, we can come together, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, we don't, I, I'm, I'm really big on being a uniter, not a divider. However, if there are things being done in such a way that is um, completely disrespectful, um, then, you know, that's not okay and proper action needs to be taken. Right. Thank you. Um, in your statement, you also announced your endorsement for State Senate, Ms. Bianca Rajbusad. You are a smart man, and I'm sure you know that when publicly endorsing someone you're romantically involved with, it may compromise the integrity and value of your endorsement. So why did you endorse her? I don't necessarily agree with the, um, the, the point, um, but I think, uh, you know, if you look at the record of um, that individual that I, I did support, the record speaks for itself. Right, um, the you know is a bright young woman. Right, has her master's degree, has been involved in the community, has lived in the community, has gone to school in the community, has been elected as district leader um, by the people of that assembly district, has served as president of the North Shore Democratic Club, has worked in government, public and private sector, has delivered for so many different um, nonprofits and communities. You know, when you when you when you um, kind of um, um, you know ignore everything that I just said, or not you in, in particular, but when um, certain folks out there ignore what I just said and focus on the romantic part, it undermines her as a woman. Right. And I don't think that's right. I don't think it's fair because she has a track record and she's incredibly qualified to serve. You know, and I think that's what I would say to that. Right. Um, you have to look at a person's qualifications, not who they're involved with in their personal relationships, right? If, uh, if, if, you know, if this was a situation where, you know, it, uh, she was someone that you know didn't have that background, really, really wanted to do it, you, you know, this would be a different, it would be a different story. But you know, we are where we are today. Mm -hmm. I think um, uh, her. Um, uh, her background and her qualifications speaks volumes. And again, it's not fair that we have young woman of color who has an incredible track record to serve our community. But, you know, because this is politics, you know, the other side is trying to have this narrative that that isn't fair to describe who the individual is. Right. And I think, you know, in the world we live in as women, it doesn't even matter what we bring to the table, but if we're linked to a man, then it's kind of all taken away. And I think that is the narrative that is trying to be pushed and it's how it could look, you know, when 
there are connections and I, I do think it's unfair and I do think it's unfortunate but in reality it's the it's the world we live in and politics is a messed up you know game and while it's supposed to be about focusing on the community and who is who's best for a job and who can best support and serve the community sometimes you know things like that are at the forefront but I really thank you for your transparency my viewers and I truly appreciate it oh my pleasure in other news i am currently running for student body president what advice would you give to people like me running for office um you listen to all of your classmates hear their concerns and you make those concerns a focal point of you know why you're running for um for 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 that for that position and you also got to remember, too, a lot of what you're going to hear from your classmates are a lot of things that you probably agree with, right? Because you're very involved in the community. You have an idea of, you know, how things get done. Uh, when I say community, like even in the community and the school community, you know, so I think that those are some of the things that I would keep in mind um, so you can be successful in that race. And even if you're not successful in that race, it's not the end of the world, right? There's a lot you can learn from that, right? Because you got to remember when you are in competition, there's a chance that you win, there's a chance that you lose, right? But when you lose, you want to learn from that experience and how do you improve for any future um, competitive, um, competitive race you're involved in. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being so gracious and taking my questions. Is there anything else you'd like to share? You have the floor. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Again, thank you so much, Assemblyman Fall, for joining us on this episode of Perspective. Thank you all. For, for all that you do to support this district. Thank you all for listening. My name is Sahara, and I'll see you on the next episode of Perspective. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you.